Welcome to the Liam Kiz Audio Experience, brought to you by Equip. And this is Biz with Kiz. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Biz with Kiz. I cannot wait to get started with this. So the idea of this new podcast YouTube series is to listen to people's life story to help create our own. So the idea is I want to speak to people with, with great, interesting, successful stories and then use these stories to help inspire other people uh, to have a more enjoyable and successful life. And we've got a fantastic first guest on the show today. Not only is he a big motivation, but he's a really good personal friend of mine. It is the one and only Cameron Stanimors. How are we, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting me on, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, mate, I couldn't think of a better way to kick off the series. Yeah. <laughs> So, Cameron, obviously I've got the, the pleasure of knowing you personally. For those of uh, the people who might be listening now, let them know uh, a little bit more about yourself, what you get up to, where you're from, all that type of stuff. Lovely. So, uh, yeah, so my name's Cameron. I, I am the director of a business called Swanky Malone, which is a hairdressing and barbering. So we specialise in both men's and ladies' hairdressing. Um, it's based in Liverpool, uh, Jamaica Street. As you know, Jamaica Street is an upcoming area of the city and has been for like the past five years. Uh, so that's where I'm based business. I, um, I live in Liverpool as well, obviously. Um, I'm from the uh, beautiful area of Egbeth. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, side of Liverpool, isn't it? <laughs> say that again. That's the posh side of Liverpool. It is, that, yeah, it's the posh side. It's the posh side. Um, yeah, so, so that's, a, that's, that's where the shop's based. That's where I'm from. Um, do you want to know what I get up to as well? In yeah, go on. Tell tell us a little bit about your the the role at Swanky Malone. The role at Swanky Malone. Cool. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I'm the director of the company. Uh, I founded the business about seven years ago um, when I first got back from my travels to Australia and New Zealand. So yeah, I've been in business for seven years, and I have absolutely loved it. Fantastic stuff. So outside of work, we'll get back to Swanky in, in just a moment. Outside of work, what, what are you into? Is there any personal interests, hobbies, anything like that? So outside of work, I suppose my main kind of focus is fitness. Uh, I, 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 love, I love to keep fit. Um, I don't really follow any particular sport. Which is bizarre. I, I, yeah, I, don't, I just haven't. You know, I'd say that if I had to pick. I am most interested in the MMA, and I'd say my most followed sportsman is Conor McGregor. You love uh, that <laughs> <laughs> I, That is not intentional. <laughs> You're a hairdresser. You've definitely styled yourself to look like him. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he's the guy that I, I would probably follow the most out, out. You know, if we were to talk about sports person. Mm. Um, I, I do play football. I play football once a week with the lads. I absolutely love that. I think that brings out my competitive side. I think people see my most competitive side when I'm playing footy on oh, the yeah, fans. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that kind of, I think that, competitive, that competitiveness is within me through everything that I do, to be fair. Um, so yeah, so I'm competitive, but humble as well. Uh, I very much strongly believe in always surrounding yourself with people that are better than you in everything that you do. Yeah, well, it's only going to help you aim, aim higher, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, right. Brilliant. Well, we know a little bit about you now. So you mentioned that you're the director of Swanky Malone. Uh, you've been running it for, for seven or so so years. Uh, 
talk us through what a day at Swanky Malone might, might look like for you. Okay, so run you through the day. So, um, you know, we always open at nine o'clock. Um, bet, so, we, so we open at nine. And then we built up over the seven years a very, very strong client base, a very loyal client base. And it is rare that we have quiet days at mm. all. Um, so we are usually fully booked from nine till about, uh, we, we, all of us work individually. Uh, each staff member works about eight hours in the day. Right. Uh, so we're standing on our feet for pretty much the full eight hours. Um, and we just deal with a, a variety of people, a variety of hair types. Um, the average, you know, hairdresser does well over the 10,000 steps a day. You know, uh, phones. Oh, you don't play a sport, mate. He'll do follow a sport. You got it. Hairdressing. Yeah. Um, that's it, man. That's it. So yeah, you, you literally, man. You walk through the doors. You're on your feet, and you are you are working um, from the word go. You know, we we we're hairdressers, so we cut, we style, we colour, um, we dress out, we do everything to do with hair. Um, so we do that, and basically, we also act as counsellors <laughs> right i like it i like it uh, you know we're, we're, we're therapists as well as as well as hairdressers man like it's uh you know we are chatting to people constantly aren't you while they're on the chair it's a, it's a great time yeah. whenever i go to the hairdressers and i sat with charlie from frankie you just yeah. sit there and you, and you just let let loose and just chat don't you so i can understand but that's a uh, i've never thought of it like that before yeah man that's it um so yeah, as 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 well as as well as aesthetically caring for people and caring on the outside, we also care a lot on the inside for people. Um, and people do come and confide and confide in us, you know, and and um, relieve themselves of of any weights that they may be carrying on the shoulders that they feel comfortable, obviously sharing with us. But mm. as as time goes on, Liam, like you build up a relationship with clients, and I've become so close to a lot of my clients and. Um, I've been invited to their personal birthday parties and weddings and, you know, not just to do the hair, but as a guest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, that, that aspect of the job for me, day to day, is what I love about it. It is what I absolutely love. I'm a social person, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I love speaking to people. And um, I've learned so much through speaking to people through my, through my uh, day to day role as a hairdresser, mm -hmm. you know. That's amazing. It must be a great experience which you can use in so many areas to just have that skill of, of chatting to people and helping them at the same time. Yeah, Brilliant. well, I, I, I would definitely say, Liam, that um, hairdressing in particular for me definitely brought me out my shell. Mm. Like, if you had met me before I went into hairdressing, I, I, I was definitely a lot, a lot quieter, a lot, lot quieter. Um, a bit more reserved, you know. I can't imagine it, a quiet Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I know, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would say hairdressing for me in particular uh, has been, it, it's, it's been life-changing, man, it has, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's given me, it's given me a, a fantastic life, yeah. Amazing. So yeah. I, I, I know from, from going to Swanky Malone and, and, and watching you on social media that Swanky has a, has a particular style and, and vibe. Uh, talk, talk us through your, your thinking behind that philosophy. Lovely. Yeah, I, I, I love this, man. I get goosebumps every time I talk about it. So I, 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 I basically, for, for as long as I can remember, I, I'm a big film, big movie person, and I, 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 love, I love movies. And for as long as I can remember, 
every time an old film came on or a film based on the era of like the 1920s to the 1950s, something set in that time, I've just been glued to it. And I've just loved the suits and the fashion and the style and the manners um, of of that area, you know. Um, the, I stand- the first time I saw you, you were wearing a flat cap and I was like, he's cool, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's probably right, lad. That's probably right. <laughs> um, so obviously, instantly, that takes us to Peaky Blinders, doesn't it? You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So basically, th- through that, through that love and that obsession for that kind of for those standards and for for that fashion sense, and uh, I obviously was starting the business. I would I was given the opportunity to create my own environments. Mm. Uh, and create an environment that I am really comfortable in working in and that will appeal to everyone walking through the door. Would you say it's important that you creating your own business has that personal side to you throughout the the company? 100%. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think, you know, for me, it's worked doing it through my personal um, desires, I suppose, you know, my, and, uh, you know, personality comes into it as well. I think personality, um, is, is a big thing, uh, mm-hmm. letting your personality come through in, in, in everything that you do, um, just makes it more of, a, uh, you know, an enjoyment for us, I think, you know, yeah. if you, if you were trying to be someone that you're not, then it's, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. That's how it works in my head anyway. Yeah. So you're saying the main, like the benefits of it being so personal to you means that you go into work day by day and you're passionate, you know what you're doing, you, you know what you're trying to achieve. I love it. I love it. Exactly. That's a great piece of advice for anybody, I think, trying to start their own business. If, the, if it's about you and it's something you're passionate in, it's got such a better chance of achieving success in the future. Yeah. Anyway, so we, we, we spoke about Swanky. Let's, yeah. let's bring it right back. Uh, where, where did this... All star. Where did Cameron, the hairdresser, uh, come from? When when you were a, a child, did, did did you always have the aspiration of being a hairdresser, an entrepreneur, or what? What was the the path that that you took? So, yeah, that, that this is a funny one actually. So the the job the job found me. Um, I had no idea until the day that I signed up for college to go to hairdressing. I had no idea that I was going to be a hairdresser. No idea whatsoever. So my passion as a kid was actually acting. Um, again, going back to the movie thing, like I loved movies. I loved, I loved to escape reality. And uh, I did that a lot through my movies. You know, I was very much a kid that was, um, you know, I was into parkour and all that. Made I, lo- I loved like running. I like I've been climbing trees and climbing rocks since since I can remember. You know, like. My mum and dad in Anglesey, taking me to Anglesey, I'd be rock climbing and climbing trees. Yeah, so I, 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 was, I, was, I was very influenced by the movies and uh, I even went to drama school for a good few years um, and was part of the casting agency and I performed in front of uh, the Liverpool mayor at one time, um, did Laurel and Hardy. And yeah, I think I've, I've definitely still still got I've still got a little desire for that actually, to be honest. Like, and I think I'm that's where it's done double right here. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> probably why I enjoy the TikTok so much, lad. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so 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 my my original desire, my original passion was was to be in the performing arts, yeah, um, and and do acting. So I did that as well, right up and well. In in fact, I was still acting after I started my my hairdressing college. But how hairdressing came about, anyway, for me was in school. We were doing um, the career meetings. Do you remember them when you were? Yeah, when like schools trying to guide you and I, I went to St. Margaret's which is uh, an all boys school um, and you know this is going back a good 10, 11, 12 years uh, St. Margaret's <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah I mean I, I always say to people one thing that I, I never remember being brought up was like barbering or hairdressing or like they, for some reason they couldn't and I imagine this is hard because with hundreds of pupils but nothing really jumped out to me or they couldn't really find anything for me uniquely. Um, I wasn't a very academic person at all. Um, I was in the lower sets all through school. Um, I, I did love my art. Art was always there, but again, I was still in, in the lower sets. I wasn't, you know, I, I, I was set five and even set six, to be honest. So mm. the lowest, like the, the lower sets, you know. Um, and then basically in year 10, uh, I got a Saturday job, and that's you to my mum and dad take. Like, I'm the eldest, so I I feel as I I had um, the most strictest upbringing. Yeah, you know, I'm the firstborn. They're going through everything the first time. So for me, as soon as year ten, 10 hit, and I was 15, my dad was like, "Right, you've got to go out and get a job. You've got to go and start earning money." Mm. And I was like, "Right, okay." And I like 15, mate, you're a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I got a Saturday job in a barber's through someone that my mum knows, and initially that is where it all began. Um, my manager in the shop, so started in year 10, fast forward a year and a bit, the manager in the shop, after working for a year, um, basically there was like four barbers all together, and the manager would always be left by all the staff, all the staff would go out and lunch together. And the manager be left on his own. He didn't really have that stronger hold over it, over the staff. You know, they kind of like, it was just every man for himself. And they just didn't really think about him. They just all went off on the lunch and left him with like a full bench of clients. And uh, this one particular day, I, I just said to him, went, John, I wish I could cut hair. He went, why is that? He's like, so that you could go out on your lunch and I could look after all the clients. And he stopped what he was doing. Took some, got some clippers out the drawer set up a station, I went, Cam, cut his hair. I went, what? He went, cut his hair. He just wants a number three all over, cut his hair. I was like, wow. Uh, okay. Bend all what? <laughs> okay. And I did it. And that was it, mate. That was the seed planted. So I owe everything to John, and I've said that a few times. And I, I think I, I bumped into John once or twice in the, in the past seven years. And uh, I always let him know that he, he's the reason I am where I am today. Do you know what? It's, it, it's, it's funny because that, uh, obviously my, my sort of passion with, with Equip is, is trying to guide young, young people like, like a, an early camp to, to what they want to do in the future. And, and personal relationships is like a thing, a common theme that just comes up. Somebody who's invested in somebody else and, and, and shown them the way or, or, or give them that opportunity that they needed is, is such a big thing. And it's... Part of what, I, what I'm always thinking about is, is new ways to try and, and, and push that and provide them opportunities to help young people find that direction. Because yeah. if it wasn't for John, who knows what you, you would have been doing today. Exactly. Who knows if you would have found this love that you've got for, for cutting hair. 
Exactly, man. And this is why I, this is why I just count myself as one of the luckiest people alive. Like I, I count my blessings every day because just through through life and just through I think through listening, I think about you know I've, I've been guided by everyone, you know. So that was Barbara, and what what came after that was then me more mentioning hairdressing. So that that that's that's coming next, but. I, I just feel that everything has just kind of fallen into place and mm. I can't really explain why that is. I can't explain why that is. I don't know whether that's because have I listened and just taken on board everyone's advice that, that, that I respect and adhere to, you know, but it's, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's weird to think where I would be if that, if that particular moment in time hadn't happened. Crazy. Yeah. So that's when it started, the, the barber employee, what? What were the next steps after that? You mentioned that you went to Australia and, and things like that. Talk yeah, so, so, so straight from the barbering, um, I applied for college in Liverpool Community College and it was just a whole hiccup. But like, it was just very poorly organised and um, the, the, the communication between the college and, and me in particular, I don't know whether it was like this with any other students, was just a bit doolally, a bit all over the place, you know? Mm. Um, and then... My mum mentioned to me, my mum sat me down and she said, Cam, what do you think about hairdressing? Like doing ladies' hair. And I was just kind of like, yeah, well, do you do men's hair and that as well? And she went, yeah, yeah, you do men's hair as well. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll give it a go. Why, why, why not? You know, and um, I was in, in my head at that time, I just remember thinking, well, if I don't do both men's and women's, that's just going to open more doors for me in the future. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Because I, I can provide to both. I can, I can do both. Um, so, yeah. So, I went to induction at Andrew Collins. Um, and they were very keen on male stylists at the time. Um, male stylists were really coming through the ranks then and, you know, making a name for themselves. I mean, they have done for years, you know, Vidal Sassoon, blah, 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 blah. Um, but Andrew Collins in particular, I remember, because my gran went there for her haircut. And uh, one of the stylists, Paul Flynn, her particular stylist uh, again built up a relationship with my gran had done my gran's hair for years and he was kind of my like foot in the door so my gran went to him spoke to him paul was then like andrew collins's right hand man and was like yeah cam listen it's not too late to apply apply now they're looking for men they're looking for lads get in there and then that was that and then i trained did my three years of uh, did me three years apprenticeship uh, qualified was doing really, really well on the salon floor. And like you just said, yeah, that's when I decided for me the right time was to go traveling. And traveling was a, a childhood dream of mine to, to travel the world. And again, from watching the movies and, and, and yeah. explore, well, Australia was the, was the place I just had to get to. Like the other side of the world, the beautiful, you know, the images that you see on the internet of Australia. It's like, I need to be in that paradise. So yeah. that's where I would you say that the experience of going abroad has, has, has helped you in any way with what you do? 100%. Um, it did a lot for me. It, it, uh, it broadened my horizons, shall we say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, for, me, for me, Liam, I think travelling, being on the road and having that experience, you know, because I went from school literally from school year 11 when everyone had those I always remember this when everyone had those six seven weeks off I started work a week and a half after I finished school I was straight into it there was no break for me and I as a kid you were very envious of those people 
I had six weeks off. I was like, I can't believe I've decided to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but that that's where my narrow. That's where my where I'm very different now, and I'll explain a bit about a bit more about that in a second. But Australia and traveling, I learned I learned more about life in that in that period of time than I did ever in in any academic academic training or school that I did. You know it. It, it it made it, it took me from a boy to a man. Yeah, basically it's crazy the way experiences can can be just as useful as as any sort of lesson that that we go to in terms of teaching ourselves about who yeah. we are and, and what we can do. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I I I definitely learned more about myself on on that because I was travelling for two and a half years. I learned so much about myself and. What's what's actually important and what's not important, and mm-hmm. people's different backgrounds. You know, I I, I realised like even in the hairdressing world and training from from sixteen and being in a salon and speaking to all different types of people, I still had such a sheltered life to the people that I met on the road. Like life changing experiences with the people that I that I spoke to. You know, and I kind of can get a little bit emotional over it sometimes because. Mm-hmm. Um, just the backgrounds that people come from, but how good and kind they can be. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable, man. It really is. Yeah. So you've had this massive roller coaster journey of barber, hairdressing, traveling, and then you've came back. And then is that when Swanky started or what, what happened when you came back? Yeah. So I, so I was traveling for about three and a half years. Um, sorry, two and a half years. And then I came back and the idea was, I mean, it came back for me, my late granddad's 80th and he was very ill at the time but he, he, he literally only passed away this year lad so he's like he lived a, a good solid seven years on top of us being told this is it you know what i mean so yeah. fantastic mm-hmm. uh, so i came back for his 80th and i remember being on the flight and i'd been home once before in that journey um and i, I, I was coming back this time and I, I was watching the film and just put it on pause and i was like I'm going to be home for good this time. I just, it, it just came over me. Do you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. the plan was not to stay at home. I was only going to come home. Then I was going to go South America. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. So I came home and uh, my mum and dad had sold our childhood house and they were building a dream house in, in Walton. Um, so with Which my ex couple, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, and then, so when, when I, when I got home, I'd, you know, with my travels, I'd learned a, a variety of different skills. I'd done landscaping, I'd done labouring, I'd, I'd worked in a bar. You know, I, I had loads of experiences outside of the hairdressing world, which made me realise that I love being in the salon and I love doing what I do. So, you know, that's another um, opportunity that travelling gave me was to step outside of the career that I had chosen mm. and kind of decide, is this definitely the path I want to go down before I start my own business? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I got home, and then that's when kind of um, Swanky Malone was born. So the the story behind this was I came home, started working for me mum and dad on the new house, and then I kept, my mum's in the beauty industry, so she does. Yeah, she's a beautician and she works in the aesthetic industry as well. And um, basically, a client of her so she has a similar background to me in terms of relationships with clients nice. a client of hers was a hairdresser who had been in the game for like 
thinking out 40, 50 odd years. And she was ready to ready to close up. She was done. She was done with it. You know, she's ready to retire. Uh, so the first person she naturally turned to was my mum, my mum being a business lady, you know. Mm. Um, and I think knowing that she had a son that was a hairdresser, me, and that I was home, blah, blah, blah. So she went to my mum anyway. And my mum called me up this day. I was on, on the building site and she was like, Cam, just come and have a look at this salon. Just come and have a look at this shop for me. I just want to see what you feel. And she was like, I don't, wanna, I don't want you to feel pressured to stay home. As much as I want you to stay home, I don't want you to feel pressured. But just come and have a look. So, little step back again in Australia, I had a journal. And in this journal, I used to write down salon ideas. Nice. And because um, I worked in a number of salons when I was over there, and I loved the ideas. So, I wrote down the ideas that I liked and I disliked. Um, so, I went to look at this shop and walked into it. And there's, there's, one you've been in you went to the swankies in garson at one point yeah yeah, yeah 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 you've got the main the main salon and then you had the back part back part which is my my office area anyway this one particular idea i had read down in my journal i walked through into that back room and the shape of the room the slanted because i had a slanted ceiling the shape of the room was almost identical to a vision i had had when I was in Australia, yeah, and my heart started pounding through my chest, and at that moment I said, "Yeah, this wow. is the time." To die. Um, so again, going back to how everything has kind of happened for me in 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 such a fantastically you know lucky order. <laughs> that that was another that was another one of those moments. I was just like, "This feels like the right time." So yeah. I suppose I, you, on one side you could say. It's it's luck that it's it's all it's all fell into place. But at the same time, there's, there's not many young people who go out and cut hair at 15 years of age. So yeah, that, 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 that's it. That's it. You know, and you're exactly right, there, Liam. You are exactly right. I, I've definitely worked hard. Yeah, so I think that you've everything that you've done has has led up to to that moment. And if you hadn't done all them things, I mean, anyone can walk into a salon and say, "Yeah, I'll take this over." But actually, yeah. it's a success. Yeah, and then That's moving it. over to Jamaica Street, one of the most popular places in the city, yeah. is a different story. So, so, someone asked me the other day on Twitter, they were like, um, "What, what is, uh, what was the reason for you starting a business?" And I actually took a step back and I, I, I thought about this from a kind of logical and an emotional perspective, uh, and I came up with the combination of conditioning. Uh, a combination of conditioning, um, ambition, and reward. Mm. Conditioning being the fact that my parents, my aunties, and my uncles, quite a lot of my family have all been self-employed. So for me, that was the conditioning aspect of it, is that it's kind of, for me, it's always been, I've been surrounded by it. So for me, it always felt natural and the right thing, the right decision to make. Yeah. The ambition, that competitiveness I was talking about before, so the always wanting to better myself, yeah. you know, um, as soon as I could, I, I could get a gym membership, I was in the gym. Um, uh, yeah. So that, that competitiveness, that always wanting to better myself and do more. And then the reward, the reward of the first two, when you get that achievement, when you actually accomplish yeah. something, it's the, the, the reward is just, it's powerful. It's the most powerful feeling. And I think you'll, you'll, you'll have an experience in it, you know? 
Yeah, amazing. So that that's the story of where you came from, how Swanky started, where you are now. Let's talk about the future. What's what's going to happen in the next few years, ten years for for Cameron and Swanky Malone? Um. So there's there's been there's been a there's been a few things, and it's um it, it's always good to have a goal or a dream, you know. Like dreams is what what drives us, and then the goals are achieving those and all that. But I would say for me, um, I. The 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 the, few, the the one that I always say to people when they come into the salon and when, when they ask is um to open a salon in New York. Wow. Yeah. Now that being said, that this this changed because I've just had a trip to Canada, as you know, um, and Canada stole my heart, absolutely stole my heart. So I'm now thinking if I was maybe to make. Canada, my my kind of ambition for the future, then New York would only become easier to achieve if I if I did it in Canada. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. basically, it's an overseas salon, and it's to um, you know eventually when I have a family, give them the option to have dual citizenship in two fantastic countries. Wow, yeah. no, no, I never knew that personally. That is amazing, <laughs> and I, yeah. I think goal, as you said, goal goal setting and, and dreaming big is is not something that that we should be afraid of. I think if we should have the, the biggest goal ever. Yeah. And you know what? If you if you don't re, if, if you don't get there, you're gonna land somewhere along the way, aren't you? Um, and who knows where life will take you. Um, yeah. I, I'm delighted to hear that you're dreaming that big, and I yeah. I, I, I think you'll do it, mate. A hundred percent. That's it. Like the, the, the thing, Like yeah. That's it's it's. I think a good thing that I've always done and hopefully any listeners that, that are, are watching or listening to this is um, make, make yourself your comp, like com, com, compete with yourself. You know what I mean? Like challenge yourself and make, like give yourself a goal and challenge yourself to get there. And don't make it too far fetched. Like, you know, Canada, New York, they're, they're, that's my, that's my big, big you know, yeah. but, there's loads of goals in between along the, way, yeah. along the way. And, you know, one of them which I've just achieved is the Ambassador for TG, which is a global brand. Yeah. You know, I'm now a part of that brand and I've been working on that since the day I opened the doors of Swankies. And I've only got that now seven years in. So that, that, that's a big lesson for people, isn't it? That it doesn't, you can't just yeah. expect things to happen overnight. Patience is, is so key. Patience is a massive, massive factor in it. You have to have the patience. And it's yeah. hard, you know, when we when we live in this um, technological world where yeah, everything like that, yeah. You know, you, you get your brain gets used to just having the the, the short term reward there and then, you know. Mm. So just think about the long term reward. Like that's that's something. If I could go back and, and and say anything to my younger self, it would literally it would literally be focus on the long term, Cameron. Think about the long term. There's so many hours in the day that I could have perfected my hairdressing skills a lot quicker. You know, I don't regret anything that's happened, but if I could go back and say one thing, it would be focus on the long term. And when I'm in work for those eight hours, not to be lazy, because I was lazy. I was lazy in my training. You know, um, focus more, work those solid eight hours. Then you've got another five, six hours before bed where you can chill out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I get you. I think I, I, something I want to pick up on that, that you said as well is that, that idea of competing with yourself. I think that's so key for, for trying to achieve that eventual enjoyability factor and success in what you're trying to do 
is if you're competing with yourself, it's 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 all about all about you, and you're not worried by what's going on uh, around you. I think, as as you said as well, with technology and stuff, we can be so e- so eager and, and ready to try and look for for likes on Instagram posts and how many retweets are we getting. But realistically, it's the long term game. You're setting your your brand, your profile, who you are to try and get there eventually. And but we look so short term at times. I think that was a boss piece of advice for anybody listening that Cameron just said is compete with yourself and, and don't look for the short term. Look for the future. Yeah. Uh, well, Cameron, that that that's really most motivational. I, I, I think you're gonna do a great job and I really do wish you all the best success uh, in the world. You've already gave us some golden nuggets of advice. If there was one thing that you could, if I was to ask you, what's the best piece of advice you could give to someone? And, and don't forget, this is not just young people, this could be anybody, because at the end of the day, oh, we're still younger, 40 years old, aren't we really? As, as young as you feel. But if there was a piece of advice you could give to people to try and push themselves to the best that they possibly can be, what would it be? Be present. Be present in the moments and do the do the most that you can. You know, like if again, I think the best thing that I could say is focus long term, mm. work hard for it, and be in the present. You know, don't so focus long term, but don't don't think too much about what's going to happen in the next few days or what has happened. Be present in that moment and make the changes that you can make in that moment, mm. because you know that that that's 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 what I've found to be the kind of best thing for me is especially in this time of lockdown as well is literally just focusing on it day by day and you know get me dolls head out and trying new hairstyles that I've never had the chance to really try before or I've always been a little bit nervous to try you know just literally and doing it and doing it in the moments and focusing there and then and then everything else will follow I love it absolutely love it uh, Cameron, I'm sure people listening like me want to want to see you achieve this dream. How can we follow your your story? Where where do we go to to find out more about you and Swanky Malone? That would be amazing, man. So if if people would like to give me a follow, it's it's uh, really simple. It's at Swanky Malone, and there's no e in it. A lot of people spell it with an e y on the end, so it's just Swanky S W A N K Y Malone M A L O N E all one word and that is basically it for all of my socials i am most active on instagram but i am trying to be a lot more active on all the others now so i'm on twitter uh facebook tiktok yes (laughs) and uh, i do have a linkedin account um but i i must say i'm not that active but i am planning to get a bit more active on there and connect with a few more people but yeah dead simple at swanky malone on everything Brilliant. And if you're from Liverpool, head down to Jamaica Street as soon as isolation's finished. I need my barn if they want to look at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even me, I'm in desperate need as well, lads. I'm in desperate need. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Anyway, Cameron, thank you so much for being the first guest on, on Biz with Kids. Uh, I'm sure all the listeners, people watching, uh, are going to take some real motivation, inspiration from, from what you've said, just like I have. So thanks very much, and uh, I'll catch you soon. And definitely when isolation's off, We'll be straight to Red Door. <laughs> yes, lad. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. That's our boom book. <laughs> oh, mate, tell me about it. I'll be on the phone to Boston ASAP, lad. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Anyway, uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for chatting to us, and uh, I'll catch you soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
Remember, make sure you check out at Equip Group or at Liam Kiss on social media. If you'd like to watch this interview, then head over to our YouTube channel at Equip Group. And remember, if you like our vibe, click subscribe. See you next time for more Biz with Kiss.